0: What's going on, everybody? My name's Nick, for those of you that don't know me, and welcome back to another episode of Grinicide's Globe. On today's episode, I just want to talk about music. It's something that I'm not too much into, but I definitely have always loved music, loved listening to music, and have some different tastes, and I don't know, I've just found music to be a big motivator for me or something that kind of brings me back to other times and helps me find motivation. So just to start and to elaborate on what I'm talking about, I'm getting into things like, you know, when I'm just laying in bed or just, you know, feeling down about something and I just want to have music that brings me back to a certain time in my life where, you know, everything was kind of just in a good routine and I just wish I could go back. So for me, like, that's definitely back in, like, the Black Ops 3 days and just playing with my friends all the time and just hopping on after school and just looking forward to it, to just competing and playing wagers, whatnot, and watching, like, streams. And that was when I was really, like, into watching, um, like, Nick Merckx and, and uh, a lot of Search and Destroy stuff in Black Ops 3 and stuff like that. So that album, to me, is The Incredible True Story by Logic. It was around my early high school days. I think it was my freshman or sophomore year. And I just remember, like, the winter of that year. I think it was 2016 or 2015. I think it was 2016, yeah. But I don't know. I just remember going to school early in the morning, listening to it. It would just be old. It was, like, only thing I'd listen to. It was the first ever, album I ever uh, bought my own money. And I don't know. For some reason, it just always has stuck with me. And it's a big reason why I'm a huge fan of Logic to this day. I think that was the first album that really t- showed me that, you know, music isn't always just singular tracks and, you know, that's not the only like art of it. And it was the fact that the whole album wasn't really just an album of music to me. It was more of an album that was a story and I kind of enjoyed that. I've always appreciated storylines and whatnot. And it's a big reason I love movies and I just love the storytelling aspect of things in movies. And, I just think the fact that each track and each scene really had a purpose was a big reason that I appreciated that album. And another reason why I also love the No Pressure album, which is another one that just, you know, has started to tell a story from the start to finish and it has structure to it. And each scene and each little interlude or whatever has a purpose, as I said before. But I, n- I never really noticed that until I started listening to that album, The Incredible True Story, first and... It's kind of something that's just stuck with me and i've really taken it more seriously in the future with listening to scenes and all that when listening through albums from start to finish i feel like a lot of people are quick to skip scenes which is kind of like just because "Ah, that's not a song whatever i'm never gonna listen to it skip but i think that it's kind of taught me to just look deeper into music and to understand that again an album is not always just a cluster of songs that all sound good just put together but there is like a storyline and a whole start to finish aspect to it and it's like a journey and I think logic really did encapsulate that perfectly in the incredible true story for those of you that haven't listened to it like it starts out with two guys that are in a space station or in a spaceship and now they're in outer space earth has been destroyed and they're searching for a new planet which is called paradise and it's something around those lines and You know, in the beginning, they're going through, like, an asteroid-filled part of space and all that. And you just kind of see the development of their friendship along the ride and the things that they see. And the soundtrack is just absolutely amazing. And you you really feel like you're there with them. You feel like you're in the room. And if you listen to it and you are interested in the story, you're going to appreciate it. And, you know, by the end, you just feel whole because, spoiler alert, they obviously at the end find the planet, which is now Paradise, and, you know, they did it. And so it's, it's like a nice journey across the whole album. The artwork is something that I really love. I actually have a canvas of it. I have like a coaster of it on my desk for like, you know, just for whatever, but it's something that it's more of like a memory to me instead of just being, you know, an album that I like. You know, the cover doesn't just show Logic and the rest of the crew on the ship. It just brings me back to the times of, you know, my youth when, you know, I really had no worries. My biggest worries were just, like, getting good grades in school and competing well in COD. And, you know, COD wasn't even that important. It was just something I did for fun, loved it, and I don't know. I just remember those days when I see the album cover, and it just makes me feel, like, warm. It brings me back to the days of sitting down... At the same spot I am now, totally different setup though, it was a little bit different, I had an old desk, and I just remember shooting bots, warming up the play with my friends, and I don't know, it's just nice to be brought back and reminded of the good old days for sure. Now also with music, something I've discovered, not recently, but you know, a few years ago, and I never understood or realized how big of an impact certain kinds of music can have when it helps me like study or work and just, you know. It sounds weird, but it does optimize my workflow and helps me just think better to listen to like the lo-fi stuff. And it just kind of makes me mellow out and it just makes me feel good. It makes me like kind of envision like rainy day vibes of just sitting inside and just working at something. And I really appreciate that because I know some other people just listen to music and they don't really take much from it. They just kind of hear music and they're like, ah, whatever. It's just a good song, blah, blah, blah. But to me, I'm just grateful that I've been able to realize that, you know, a lot of work goes into these songs and these creators all have a purpose and a vision. And I try to, uh, like, figure out the vibe they're going for and the tone and the mood they're trying to set and the picture that they had in their head. I, it sounds weird, but I do try to figure out all these little things and to appreciate the creativity that goes into everything because I think it's important for sure. I've been able to speak with some artists of, you know, some smaller artists that do produce their own music and some things that they have said, I don't know. I try to, you know, paint a picture with my music, create a story with my music and set a real vibe and tone that the listener can like understand and can resonate with. So, you know, that's definitely been something that's more prominent with more like lo-fi style and things of that nature. Because some of the artwork kind of speaks for itself with it, and it's just very, like, mellow, like, empty, rainy street city vibes. And, you know, they've always done a pretty good job of doing that, and it is an escape for some people to listen to music. And to have an escape, and you can kind of envision being somewhere that's very peaceful, no matter what real-life situation you are in, is something that's absolutely massive, like, in my opinion— I just think that being able to listen to music and kind of be somewhere else and to escape whatever you're going through currently is major. And, you know, props to artists that are able to create music that gives people an escape because I know it definitely is not easy. But that also kind of leads me to another subject that I've been, you know, reading about a bit and I've been feeling deeper about as we've, you know, gone on, especially during this quarantine. But I feel like that's with like the whole mental health thing. And with the whole, you know, needing to find an escape. And I think that the internet has given people an outlet to definitely do that. But I do feel there are some people that kind of take it as a joke. And it kind of ruins the, you know, nice sunflowers and happiness escape that people have been, you know, finding on YouTube and on just like Discord and whatever. And people, you know, it makes them happy to be mean, And I think that it's just something that's kind of pathetic, especially in Twitch chats. Uh, You know, people just love streaming. They love just communicating. But there's always got to be the people that have to just bring, you know, negativity and bring toxicness to that also. Just to attempt to just bring the person down. And I think it's pretty messed up. Um, Especially, like, with... In terms of how girls are treated online, I just think it's a big problem. Um, I think that obviously they deserve equal amounts of respect. People have this idea that all video games are just a boy's thing. And I think that's just an issue. I think that once we're able to get over that as a whole, which I don't know when it'll be, but I'm hoping it's soon, and it should have been years ago, that we'll be in a better state. Uh, I'm not sure what... Like what we can do to get to that or closer to that point but I think that something needs to happen and I I don't know I wish there was something that like we could do or that I could do to help that whole thing but I just think that everyone needs to feel comfortable on here. I don't think that you know all these comments being made and like sexist things and these stupid things should just be said in chats. People feel safe because they're you know behind the computer no oh, it doesn't matter it's just stupid like twitch like no one cares it's just stupid discord like it's online like it doesn't matter but to some people like this stuff means a lot to them and i'm not saying that like oh it means nothing and they shouldn't feel strongly about it but i'm saying that is some people just i guess don't realize what their words do to other people and i think it's messed up um i think that everyone should take this seriously As in like the whole esports scene and their involvement in it. Like you shouldn't be on any team or even as a solo. You shouldn't just be representing yourself online in such a negative manner and saying these rude things. I just don't think it's right. I mean, look, everyone's, you know, free to say what they want and free to conduct themselves how they wish. But I think that a huge issue is people just being so rude and so negative just because they think that online is just a joke and it doesn't matter too much. But there's always going to be the people that won't take it seriously. And there's not much we can do about it. But definitely just bothers me because I just want everyone to feel comfortable on here. Because I know I'm able to get online and stream and not have to worry about, you know, comments and stupid things being said. But, you know, it just... It, it angers me deeply that some people that found this stuff to be their escape, they eventually aren't even able to use it as that anymore because whatever they tried to get away from or whatever was just bothering them in the real world, they have something else or maybe even the same thing bothering them online. And I don't know. It's just been something I've been thinking about lately and it's pretty messed up because I just wish there was something that, you know, I could do and get rid of it. But, don't really know. But I just think that It's something that we have to pay more attention to and we have to hold people more accountable for what they do and what they say. I think that it's definitely just getting to a point where I I think we're we're too old for this shit now. I think we're at a point where like, come on, really? You still got to make jokes about shit like that? And I, I think that it's just pathetic. I don't know. I realistically just want to do this whole segment in one shot because these are just how—this is just how I feel. Um, Sometimes I know, like, if I'll trip up on words or something, I'll go back and just cut it and just, like, redo, like, a little, like, five-second piece. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think that we got to grow up as a community, as a society, and just, you know, stop making people feel uncomfortable especially on a place that many people use as an Alouette to escape something else. And I think once we do that, we'll be a much better place. We'll be more respected Um, as just a community in whole. We'll be taken way more seriously. I mean, esports is already being taken seriously, but I think that once we're all able to conduct ourselves in a very professional manner and treat this as almost a job or as like, you know, a real part of our future and as a tool to grow and to excel in our future, that our futures as a whole will just be way brighter. I mean, some people now and many people now take this seriously. And I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see people really treat it as a platform that, you know, means a lot to them and they everything they post matters and they want to have this positive light on them. So once we get that for everyone, I think... I mean, I know I'll be way happier. And I know I kind of went on a bit of a tangent and just, you know, started talking randomly about different things here and there. But I don't know. That's how it is. But yeah. So soon I'm hoping to have some people come on the podcast to do some interviews or just to get some other personalities for you guys to meet and just hear talk about certain topics. So if you guys have any suggestions on who you'd like to hear, come on and talk. I'd greatly appreciate it. But yeah. I'd like to thank you guys for coming out and listening to this episode. Go follow me on socials, at Nick Grinicide on Twitter, Grinicide on Twitch. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one.